The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right, Travis, you uh, you ready? Yep. Great. <laughs> Tom, you ready? C. All right, here we go. We. We're three guys who like to talk pinball, so we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis, now who talk pinball, and we call ourselves Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. We're Triple, Triple Drain. Nice, nice sunglasses there, Travis. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I'm Steve Ritchie, yo. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um... Well, hello, everyone. Uh, episode five, we got to our, our landmark episode. We've been driving, you know, headfirst towards this for uh, so long. And uh, we finally made it. Episode five. Yeah. It's, it's an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're fired up. Can't you hear it? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just, oh. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to tame myself down because I told myself over these past, like, two weeks mm-hmm. that we haven't talked because we don't talk every day or anything like that. That I would, I would try to tone it down and let Tom try to talk a little bit more. That's my goal tonight. That's fair. Okay. Tom, you ready for that? Sure. Oh, boy. Good, 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 good. Hey, hey Tom. Yes. Tom. Butt pretzel. Oh. It's, it's, a, it's all about the butt pretzel. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be a great episode. Well, uh... A few little bits of housekeeping. Episode five. First off, a huge I can't apology. See shit with my sunglasses. <laughs> Let me put those down. All right, go ahead, Joel. Sorry. A huge apology to Jason Liebel. Here we are saying Jason Liebel. We actually talked for like five minutes before last podcast, trying to figure out how to say his name. L I E B L E. What is Liebel. this? We. Tom we and I did not there, pronounce yeah, that we name didn't wrong. do anything. Why are you uh, throwing us under the bus, Joel? So apparently I was just talking to myself, going, Liebel, 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 Liebel. But it's Liebel. So Jason, once again, thank you for the jingles. Uh, we got plenty more coming your coming your way, basically, that he's made. So I'm, I'm excited to share those tonight. Um, we are is recording it, Is it jingles video. or jangles? I would say jingles. I would of course think- it is. What's jangle? <laughs> okay. What? Is, <laughs> it, is it... Is it multi ball or multi ball? Marty ball. That's what it is. Marty ball. Sure. Marty ball. ball. I would haven't say you, multi ball. Haven't you heard how the Papa crew pronounces it? Marty ball. Say, so that was a big thing uh, on, on the Slam Tilt podcast. Uh, and uh, as I did on our stream, uh, I was with Ron Hallett. And uh, Ron says multi ball. And I guess here in Wisconsin, we say multi-ball. Multi-ball? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a multi-ball. Multi-ball. Multi-ball? Yeah. That's how you pronounce it? I, apparently. Well, it's like Jeff Teola saying a, about <laughs> a boot. A boot. Yeah, but that's Canada. So Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. I will what, tell what you. The world? Did my yeah, video are, just drop? Your view, we are trying. just went out. We're trying to record video here just to see if we can do anything with it. Tom's is already is kind of pixelated. <laughs> Travis's is dropped out. So there may not be any video. We're just going you know to stick to a nice audio You know what's funny, format. Joel? You're pixelated on my side, too. Okay. All right. Then then we then it's clear <laughs> that we both suck. All right. So <laughs> to, to dive into this, um, yeah, episode five, we got some fun stuff to talk about. First off, 
you two nerds you both have you've won uh tournaments tournaments are back and you guys have both won if you guys want to describe that go for it well you know it was an awesome feeling joel oh good my video's back and tom what'd you win there tom is that the avengers infinity quest yes the pinball launch party grand champion for avengers infinity quest but that's what i won how did you win that and i won that uh different locations it's, but it's, I was told we were the only launch party. Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. Where'd There's, you win that? This was in Harvard, Illinois. Harvard? Harvard, Illinois. Illinois? Correct. What state is that? <laughs> Pronounce that again. Thing, yeah. No way. <laughs> Pronounce that again. Illinois, Illinois. Illinois. Aren't, Illinois. Aren't you from Chicago? Yes. That's why I pronounce it Illinois. How do you say, Travis? Illinois. Illinois? Illinois. Illinois? Illinois. I don't know. Oh, okay. This is great. Well, we're, we're, getting sit- off, yeah. we're getting off base. Everybody's yeah. sitting in their car questioning how they say every state <laughs> as well. Yeah. But um, so yeah, you both launch parties. So as somebody that doesn't play tournaments, uh, like Avengers came out a long time ago. So is 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 typically like do launch parties typically happen within a month of the game coming out? Is it just a COVID delay here or is it usually this long after the game it's comes out the launch party? Definitely a COVID thing. Yeah, cuz okay. cuz we still have like Led Zeppelin launch parties to do. I think yeah. people are still doing Ninja Turtle launch parties, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. And I know um yeah, makes sense. Bit, yeah, I mean there's there's a little bit of backup here. I mean, we got still waiting on the Raza launch party, though. <laughs> wow. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Oh boy. Um, but Avengers launch party. So what does that what does that mean? You like anybody can show up, everybody plays the game, and whoever has the highest score at the end gets the trophy. I mean, is it a turn? Like, how do you? No. How does that work? Well, how, no, how did yours no, go, Joel. Travis? I want to know how Joel's launch party went. <laughs> You know, Joel didn't have a launch party. The way he's yeah. describing it, he must have had something. I have a launch party for every game I bring so in the I'll, basement, and I'll somehow I about... don't win them. <laughs> you don't even win your own tournament. No, I don't. You're the only one playing in no, it. No, no trophy, no nothing. Go ahead, Travis. You talk about your experience, and then I'll talk about mine. At the launch party, see. Okay, let me give the. You want me to give my version or the Tom version? Whichever you prefer. All right, my Tom version is one second. Okay, it was fun. Oh, oh, yep, it was a lot of fun. Now, so pretty much all we did, you can do like the way the launch parties work. You can pretty much do any type of tournament you want to do. You just have to declare it's like a stern army launch party. I think that's what you have to call it. Okay. And you get swag that Stern sends in and all that. And we basically the way that we did it is I ended up being the tournament director and I gave away prizes in between rounds. And we did a, um, I think it was a target match play, the 30 points or 13 rounds. Because basically 13 rounds is 100% TGP. And for those that don't know what that means, it basically just means your point value for the whole tournament is maxed out. So if you win the tournament, you get maximum amount of points, whatever the value is of each player. So that's pretty much what we did. Just three, two, one, zero scoring. So if you win, you get three points. Take second, you get two points. Take third, one point. Take last, zero points. But Does always, this sense so far, always Joel? on Avengers. Always on the no, no. So <laughs> no, it's no, just no. oh, so you're just having a tournament. You th- 
You this was we why, all, this yeah, was why our launch party was better, but go ahead, Travis. So, Travis, <laughs> first, so what I've learned so far, the reason Travis won is because he was tournament director. That's what, I, that's what I'm taking away from this. Second, Avengers yes. launch party doesn't mean you actually play Avengers. Got it. That makes so much sense. Yeah, I actually, now that I think about it, I did not get to play Avengers one time at the Avengers launch party. Now that I think about it. Neat. Some people wow. do it to where if there's a finals attached to it, you automatically play whatever machine it is. That's uh, the launch party. I've seen that before. We've done tournaments like that, too. So what but, was your finals game? It doesn't matter. It was something other we than We didn't Avengers. even have a finals. It was oh, like, it was just 13 rounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. That's what you we took, wanted to do. You took the That's District the 82 way. route, didn't you? I did. We had a Classics round and we had a Modern round. And I put TNA in the Classics round. And I'm not sorry. <laughs> is that a, is that a Modern a, game. Is that a hot point on whether or not TNA counts as Modern or Classics? Well, my version of classics was just trying to keep everything going at the same speed okay so i had to get another fast-paced game and tna fit the bill so that's fair all right yep. that works. here we are so tom i'm ready to be blown away mm. at why the illinois one is so much better yeah i want to know too tom so well first of all I was at the cool music stop bar and grill and oh. so Quit interrupting me. I was <laughs> reacting to you. I'm, res- I'm listening, active listening. Oh. So uh, our our launch party, you ha- everybody had three attempts at uh, Avengers, and uh, so we did our three three attempts, and the f- top four got to play uh, in the playoffs, and there we played three games of Avengers, the final four. And basically, it was just seven five three one scoring, and uh, I ended up winning. Was this a pro or a? This was an LE. So it's okay. So I mean, you're obviously used to yours, right? Yes. So it's, but is that uh, so? Most most of these launch parties, though, I mean, I'm assuming it's they. There are a few weeks after the game comes out, so it's. Uh, is there like you've had like a year to play your game and perfect this? game right is this is this normal like do normal launch parties it's like okay we're all trying to learn this so it seems more even or no i mean no no there's people like travis that as soon as the pins on location he's there every day for two weeks and then joel runs the tournament and wins there's those of us out there that know the rule set just by watching one reveal stream and we figure it out from there Uh, i thought that you had to take the glass off and figure out what every switch does <laughs> to learn the rule set. Sick burn. <laughs> I thought you said that was what you, that's like, a, well, yeah. you got to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do. But that that's where you piece it all together, though. Uh. You know, that's that's it's almost like what, what's something I can compare this to. It's like a bunch of musical notes all coming together and then you make a symphony out of mm. it. Right. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good description. Right. I think. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You're, I understand if you have the if you have access to 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 take the glass off and start hitting switches, you're going to learn some stuff. And then, if you have the pin in your house and you can play it, I mean, Pin Quest, Tom, you've been playing Avengers for, I'm, I would guess that's probably the most played pin you have in your collection over the last year, um, just sure. due to Pin Quest, not Pin Quest, uh, Pin Clash, yeah, Pin Clash, Pin yep. Clash, right? I mean, the hours that you've put on that game. Uh, I don't know, but it's funny. Tom, you actually played an LE. <laughs> Travis doesn't even play Avengers. It's just, yeah, okay. 
That, I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. You know, so, we, we all can't have launch parties by ourselves, Joel. Yeah, and lose it. It's great. <laughs> um, so still got, what, you still got to play the game. Well, the the other part is too, and this is actually Joel. You bring up a good point when you're talking about you know asking about rule sets and stuff like that. It's almost like the the listeners got to remember if you're new to pinball. It's knowing a rule set and then knowing how to put a rule set together when you're playing is yes. two different things. So it's kind of like you're picking your, it's kind of like I, I compare it to chess all the time. You know, you know where the pieces move, but then there's different openings. There's different tactics. And that's kind of the way these modern rule sets are that you kind of figure out the direction to go, which is a big reason why we even do the triple combo yeah. segment that we do. So that's kind of how it is. Well, not to spoil the fun, because I think the goal is to do Avengers as the triple combo next episode. But I am curious. You guys just both played this in a tournament. What was your... I'm curious if you had the same strat. What, which strat... What was your strategy? So, tra, well, Travis, Ooh, you said you didn't question. even... You said you didn't even play it, though. You didn't even play it. I have Avengers. a strategy, though. Okay, I have a so, strategy. I played it in a tournament already. So, so, question number one. Does the strategy change if it's a pro versus a premium? Not hmm. for me. I don't think it does. No, I've used the same strategy. Okay. on a pro. So, Tom, we'll have you go first. Sure. Tom, what is your, you step up to the game. First off, you play, it sounds like you played this game a lot. With, like during that tournament, yeah. you played it multiple times. One, did your, did your strategy change as the tournament went on? Like did nope. the coils get Kep- hot or same thing every time? So what is your go-to, what, what was your go-to strat? So, so my go-to strategy was off the bat going for the uh, Iron Man lock on the uh, drop targets on the side. So I would, oh, I would, okay. I would light that, you know, ball save was on that, mm-hmm. that strategy might change if I don't have a ball save on. But, so the computer uh, mode you're hitting, you're getting yep. your Iron Man lock. You hit that one time and it just starts your lock. Otherwise you have to spell the Iron Man letters, right? Correct. To get the lock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you can do that through the game, but I, that was my first thing. And then it was, it was basically getting into a gem quest and then stacking it with a multi-ball. Which gem? Uh, I usually start with, re- <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, reality. Reality. So really that was the goal. Just get multi-ball locked and loaded, get into reality, start your multi-ball. Yep. And, and, that, then, and then just, uh, that's if, the main goal. Yeah. Yep. Hit some combos too sometimes and uh, bring, bring a, you know, uh, four combos will get you a portal lock, so mm-hmm. uh, and that'll double your score. So and if you can bring another uh, another portal lock in there, that that's going to triple your score. So every time you're starting a gem and you got those portal locks going, uh, you can really add add points. So sure. so mainly what I was trying to do was just stack things together, mm-hmm. um, and. Even I was looking at the grid sometimes and trying to bring some of those uh, those bingos into play. Yeah. So, so that, two that questions was my for main that. Strategy. First off, how <laughs> successful were you with that? Uh, pretty successful. Uh, nice. I put up half half a billion on my first qualifying game, and I just I didn't play after that. I just let everybody else play. Right, that was going to be my second question. What by that tactic? What so half a billion points? That's a good. That's a solid score. So I'm interested because I saw Travis react. 
it sounds like Travis, you did not do that. Uh, well, it's kind of similar, but see my approach, my approach for a high score would be different than my approach in match play. So we were playing match play. So if I'm playing match play and the game's on competition mode, what I'm doing is I'm waiting for that, um, on the grid, I'm waiting for the upper right hand grid, which I believe is the shield Shield bonus I believe. 2x. Yeah, shield bonus 2x. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to be blinking by the time I plunge. And the reason being is because I want that blinking uh, grid to come down to the middle right-hand side, which is the, I think it's like 2x bonus or something like that. I forget off the top of my head. But I want it there. And the reason being is because if I hit that middle target for my super skill shot, that lights a portal lock immediately. So I want that before anything yeah. else. So you want and, that two times multiplier when you get in your mode. Right. Because yeah. then if I'm playing on a pro, right, I can spin the disc, get my portal lock, and also get my mode ready at the same time for my quest. Mm-hmm. It's like a two for one shot. And again, I I would probably still do this even without a ball save. Because that portal lock is so important because that would have been four combos anyways. Yeah. So to me, it's worth setting up even on ball one. So it's almost like if it's this is a par five and I'm just taking out my driver and I'm just welling away. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And then I'm going to do reality. And usually I'll just go ahead and just bring one portal lock into that. But I mean, I guess if I'm feeling frisky, I might bring bring in a second one, which is just four combos. It just really depends on what my opponents did before me. So if I'm, I don't know, if I'm going first, I'm probably going to try to bring two portal locks in just to try to put a lot of pressure on. But if nobody really did anything on ball one, I'll just use one portal lock and just play my reality gym. And even with the uh, the 2X going, all you have to really do is just do the uh, Black Widow ramp, Gauntlet ramp. And you can just do that back and forth, back and forth. And it's just eight shots and you'll be finished up pretty quick. Wow. And then you'll so, get victory laps and stuff like that. That's crazy to me. The complexity and the depth of the game I assumed, this is me being an idiot apparently, but I assumed the goal would be one particular gym, get the stone, put it on something, and then capitalize on that. But you're not at all. Like, first off, it sounds like Tom is all about stacking the multi-ball. Travis, you're saying no, just capitalize on that two times multiplier, maybe three times multiplier, get into a get into a gym mode. I don't even care about placing it anywhere afterwards. It's just capitalize on the points during that mode. I don't, that's... Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get to placement, but it's kind of like, this is your beginning tactic. This is your opener. You know what I mean? And a lot of players, if they're not thinking about their opening tactic, they're going to be behind those of us that are thinking about it. And those that are thinking about it and have the flipper skills behind, they are really hard to beat. So your goal is basically, you want to do A, B, and C, right? By the end of the game. And if you can do A, B, and C on ball one, even better. But you're doing certain things to set up different things in the game. So if you've ever played against somebody or if anybody out there has ever played somebody and you're like, wow, this guy or girl or whoever, whoever you're playing, that they always come back on like ball two or ball three. There's a reason why that happens. It's because they're setting everything up. Yeah. You know, whether it's a mode or whether it's a stack like Tom was talking about, all those things are set up. And that's really your goal is just aligning all the pieces right. And then you're going on the offensive. And that's really the goal overall. And mid-game, then to me on Avengers, mid-game is putting the gym somewhere where you want it. 
and you're putting it somewhere because you're trying to achieve something else. So like for me, right. I'm putting reality, the reality gym on the Hulk spinner, yep. no matter what, because I know then I'm going to either have Iron Man multiball or Thor multiball during my, uh, I believe it's the power gym quest. Yeah. And I can hit that left spinner at least one time every span, every span to basically make the other shots worth more. And plus I'm going to be gaining on my gamma spins as well. Does that all making sense? Yeah. I, yeah, we can, it goes, it goes yeah. a lot deeper, but yeah, we can we'll go, go down a lot the rabbit deep, hole but it's, we, we'll talk a lot more. And there's so like, I mean, that that's the, I applaud Keith and Raymond because this code set in this game is absurd. And, and I feel like a lot of games out there, there is kind of a default and we're going to get into this on our, current triple combo for today but it's like i feel like there's kind of normally like one or two kind of set paths of tournament play for per game mm-hmm. but I, it just seems like to me avengers is a it's a whole different animal <laughs> it's oh, a yeah. whole different it, animal yeah. it's a lot of fun you could have five or six different strategies and they're all viable strategies according to what your skill set is and how yeah. the pin set up and what the situation is and that's what makes it a spectacular pin awesome well um Good wins on that, but you won those. And correct me if I'm wrong, you got whoppers for those. Yes or no? Oh, yes. Tasty whoppers are back. So right, have you seen, uh, are you moving it? You moving up or down? I'm moving up, Joel. I'm nearly <laughs> caught up to Tom. You can't talk any trash to me anymore. I only got like 40 more spots to go. <laughs> oh. Or maybe it's 50. Tom, what are you ranked right now? 51st. Oh, crap. Ooh. Yeah, I'm 105th right now. Soon, Tom, soon your, to be dropping. What's Neil ranked at? Uh, I don't worry about Neil. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are listening, Neil's his kid. <laughs> Neil's his kid. Uh, no, that's cool. That's all. 51st. Well done. Thank you. Well, that's cool. Uh, was there anything else uh, tournament-wise you guys wanted to elaborate on? No, we're just going to keep plugging away. I mean, all the tournaments are back right now. I mean, unfortunately, Pats, which is pinball at the zoo, it got canceled a couple of days ago or postponed to April. But as far as I know, all the other ones are still a go. So shout out to Raymond for uh, winning the Lucky 13 tournament at District 82 this weekend. Oh, yeah. That was just last night, wasn't it? Yes. Well done. So I'm so tired. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Did you play in it, Tom? I did. I was actually tied for ninth with my son. Oh, and then you but, let him have uh, the win. It was an interesting <laughs> tournament because the the last round involved money. So oh. if you won your if you were the winner in your group in the thirteenth round, you you won something. I I won seventy or excuse me forty seven dollars, and so did Neil. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Hey, it's pretty that's big pretty money cool. right there. Yeah, there you it go. was pretty cool. If that dentist thing doesn't work out, yeah, yeah, just professional pinball. Oh yeah, just I'll be raking it in. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, a little bit ago, Travis, you said you have the you have the gift that you can watch a reveal stream and immediately know a rule set. So, one thing this kind of was dropped on us last night. I know we talked last we talked last podcast about Spooky. They revealed Halloween and Ultraman, but the reveal was literally some little a little bit of video footage, a bunch of pictures, and then boom, you either buy it or you miss out within two hours. They all sold out. We we're talking, hey, when are they going to stream this? Do they even need to stream it? 
you know, is a stream going to help? What would it help? You know, they've already sold everything. Well, maybe I was, maybe I missed something, but I noticed I was on vacation last week. I was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So when I got home late last night, I saw apparently Jack Danger <laughs> streamed, streamed these games on Saturday. I have no idea how much leeway he gave people, but I missed the live stream and I waited till late last night for him to upload the video. And I think all three of us watched the majority of that video today at some point trying to catch up on these streams. Um, I don't know. Whoever wants to go first. Initial thoughts. Very clear. This, these are initial impressions. This is not a review. Initial impressions. <laughs> I know some people of, get very upset of the about game. that. Yeah, of the game. Of the itself. game or the stream. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tom, do you want to go first? I watched mine like at 2.30 in the morning last night because I was on the road. And that's when I got back. Oh, I thought you were about to tell me you watched it on the road. <laughs> I was, I was no, be... <laughs> no, that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to crash because I actually I kind of fell asleep watching oh. it. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Well, I was tired. It was three yeah, thirty yeah. in the morning. You know. All right, Tom. Plus, I was I was watching it without sound too, so that was my problem. I mean, to be fair, I don't really like either of the f- themes, so okay. I don't know if I can really give either of them justice, but. From from what I saw gameplay wise, I I just wasn't really excited about either of them. But I I think that could be due to theme as well. Um, so just to yeah. clarify real quick, do you ever get excited during game reveals? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, just just check it. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this one, this Tom, one, no. Yeah. How do you like Attack from Mars, Tom? <laughs> that was a great it's, game it's pretty good yeah. yeah so okay so you're watching it and it's not blowing you away that's what i'm hearing no i you know gameplay wise it wasn't really blowing me away lcd screen wise uh yeah it didn't look good the lcd it, it, did not look good i'll just come out and say it i yeah. on halloween it, i mean i'm yeah. not an animator or anything like that and I thought Rick and Morty looked excellent when, you know, in person or online. I think oh, yeah. it looks really good. I mean, of course, you know, obviously it's easy to take Rick and Morty because they're using clips from the show. Yeah. Right. But seeing what I saw on there, it just, I don't know. It almost looked, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't look right to me. I don't yeah, know. Like would, the, the I, Ultraman one looks so much better. Way the Halloween better. One, yeah. It yeah, looked way so better. much better. It blew Halloween out of the water. Yeah. I, I, I agree. If, if I'm waking up today and I'm seeing that, I, I probably I would want an Ultraman over at Halloween, like easily. I mean, now, to me, it's just it's a no contest. Now it's saying that you know we don't know how far along this code is. I, I I'm assuming it's not anywhere near finished. Well, regardless, because I know that they said that a little bit. I know other people are saying that, but this is what they showed to the public. So we've right. you know. I mean, more times than not, and I've heard this from a lot of different companies. They're like, you know, well, the code's incomplete. Well, this is incomplete. Can you imagine a video game that is getting shipped to people and they're showing a reveal stream, right? And they're saying, oh, this isn't complete. This isn't complete. Cyberpunk, hello. Does anybody remember that PC game? That wasn't complete either. And guess what? It has dust right now because I don't play it at all. So to me, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves. And yes, I'm getting on my soapbox while I'm drinking my beer. I just, <laughs> I do not like it when people are like, well, the code's incomplete. It's like, yeah. you just sold these pins. You sold out, right? And yep. for thousands of dollars. And 
it's okay if you still got more to do on the code. That's okay, because you always want a game to get updated and all that. But for once, I want a company to be able to say, you know what? This code out of box is complete, yeah. but we are going to add additional polish to it as we see fit. Like I can't imagine buying a video game to where they tell me this isn't complete. Like I just, I can't imagine doing that. And that pisses a lot of people off in the gaming community and how it doesn't piss people off in the pinball community. I have no idea. Like yep. I'll never understand that. And I know it's not, it's not an easy thing to do to code, you know, and to come up with rule sets. It, it isn't like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's easy, but at the same time, it just, that's just one of my biggest pet peeves that people just yeah. lean back on that. And they're like, okay, the game's not complete. It's like, well, you're showing me the game. You want me to pay a complete nine thousand ten thousand dollars for it i think i would like a complete game i mean that's not too much to ask right absolutely absolutely and I, I obviously there's some great games out there that had crappy code when they were revealed you know deadpool mm -hmm. walking dead batman 66 i mean like it happens and games can't improve so i once again we know this isn't like a an, like a this is not a uh a review of the game. We're just reviewing what we saw on the stream. And yes, when you say the code is not complete or we're tweaking it or editing it, but I agree the animations, the animation style was very much, it's the same animation style that Stern used in Avengers. It's, it's taking a flat graphic and it's just moving them. And people went nuts on, on that. So if, if, if they're going to hold Stern to that standard, they need to hold spooky to that standard, right? And I, and I get with Halloween, there was video clips sprinkled in, but it's every time a mode started, you were back to like just this weird, slight movement of oh a flat gosh. graphic. And then if you hit a shot, maybe you'd see a clip, but then you're back to this graphic. And when, um, yeah. when I was looking at that, it honestly reminded me of a video that you would see somebody at their house during Halloween that would project up onto their wall or into their window to where you just see the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. And I'm just like, I don't know. And I played sound on it earlier today, listening to it and I had to mute it. I, the sound on it was, it wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And we're talking about Halloween. Halloween. Ultraman was fine. Ultraman Halloween, was way better. Yeah. It, Halloween. Honestly, I was getting meteor vibes. Yeah. On the, it was that bad. It, it was just constant. I'm just like, I constant don't know how anybody could stand this. Piano, I really don't. Constant oh. piano. And then yeah. you would hit certain shots and that like, ring, ring. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I get that it's a key sound in the, in the movie, but it was, don't... it was constant. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was not appealing. And the I know theme, the theme yeah. just isn't translating the pinball. I don't think from what I saw there, because when you look at a horror theme, right. Yeah. And you look at pinball, you want it to be campy. Like, and I know this is probably, I guarantee nearly everybody else is saying the same thing on podcasts, on videos, on reviews, but that's kind of what pinball is. We're kind of in a nerdy hobby. And when you look at Michael Myers, you don't think nerdy, you know what I mean? And it just, I don't know it. When I see it all lit up, like it's almost like a Vegas show you know, with all the lights and everything. It just doesn't strike me as Halloween. It just, yeah, it just doesn't. So I don't get that vibe now on Ultraman. Oh, it man. makes a it little bit more sense. Yeah. It, it looks dope. Yeah. So they, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Those two things look are completely different yet. They're in the same ecosystem and it is completely different. hundred percent. And and Ultraman reminded me very much of Batman 66 
or Elvira in terms of the way that they incorporated the video clips. You know, they, they have different graphics. And then I like that every mode has a different graphic, but then they, it seems like really they just have way more video clips and the clips are campy. Like it's, it's comical. It's it, they're, they're fun to see. Now I still feel like audio there's, there's, and maybe it was the way that the audio was captured or the audio just hasn't been touched. But to me, visuals and audio is, is very important in a pin. And, and I know when I added direct audio to Mando, when I started streaming that, like so many people in chat are like, holy cow, the music is fantastic in this pin. And I just don't see anybody getting excited about the music from either Ultraman or, or Halloween um, to the point where it's like, I almost don't want direct capture when I'm playing that game. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, listening to that ding piano for two and a half oh, hours gosh. straight. Yeah. Yeah. At, at one point that soundtrack was playing for three and a half straight minutes. And I sat here and I was just wondering what am I doing with my life? Mm. Still having this play. Like I had to mute it. It just, yeah. but it's just, it's one of those weird things that I almost feel like that game. And it's so weird because they're polar opposites. It's like Halloween just takes itself way too serious. And it's, it almost has to, because that is yeah. the theme itself. But then it's like, when I look at the play field and I see the three Mike Myers just kind of hiding out behind the hedge and just peeking out. I mean, it's like, it's almost unintentional comedy seeing that mech go, <laughs> especially yeah. during multiball when they all like They're all, all show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is like a Vegas show with the lights going off and them just flapping back and forth. But like, it works. <laughs> it works great in Ultraman. That's what I didn't realize yeah, is that bad guy, yeah. that bad guy, apparently that creature would duplicate himself to confuse Ultraman. So it like it plays exactly. the story of why there's three of them and why there could be multiple ones. I mean, I mean, is there a movie from Halloween which Mike Myers duplicates himself yeah, and we just no. haven't seen that one? <laughs> like, no, I mean, I would say art, cabinet art, both games, fantastic, incredible. But L, like, I just as of right now, and this could all be improved. But as of right now, I'm I don't think any of us are in love with what we're seeing on the LCD screen. And audio, audio and Halloween, eh, but audio and Ultraman was a lot better. I think it, it could, I hope, I mean, I could improve even further, but I don't know. I mean, those are, those are easy to talk about. I don't, Tom, what, no. what are your, what are your thoughts? Well, I, what I, about this? Okay. <laughs> no, well, because we haven't touched base on this. So I would ask Tom the same question. Like, what about how it shoots? We haven't even talked yeah, about the, the design. That's the what? biggest thing. <laughs> Why do I always have to answer the tough questions? Hey, if you want to answer the easy one, you know, I you want to you want to put a bow <laughs> no, up on the, right. the the music and the LCD. Your final thoughts there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think about the pumpkin on the playfield, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a nice light show inside of it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, no, I mean, it's. There's the, the ramps, uh, you know, you got the ramp with a diverter in the middle and, uh, you know, you're either going to the mini play field or back, back to your left flipper. What, what I don't understand is, is when, when you hit the ball in the scoop, why does it take so long for the ball to return back to the right flipper? It just seems like it takes forever. Do you? Yeah. Did you get that when it's, you were watching footage? Yeah, absolutely. It's the elevator, and they have talked about maybe 
because apparently the way the elevator mech works is while it's raising, because somebody had that, is is there any way while it's raising, if another ball comes, that it would break something? And they said, no, there's some sort of flap. And somebody said, yes, if they feel like that time was too long, that they could technically stage a ball. That You right. could somehow, okay. like, I don't know how they do it, but if you could stage a ball, then it would speed that up because the moment it registers in the scoop, it would start kicking it up. And well, stuff. didn't they do that in Rick and Morty? Yeah, yes, they had a ball but, yeah. staged that right, yeah, right and, there. And that was my big complaint when I did a YouTube video that how long it was taking. And some people were like, well, the same thing was done in Rick and Morty. And I was just thinking to myself, no, no that's, I mean, once you hit, once you hit that, no. yeah, once you hit that portal, the ball's almost it's coming immediate. right back out. And but I, yeah. when I was first there. playing yeah. the pin, when I was first playing Rick and Morty, I'd almost forget about that. And I would lose the ball because it was happening so fast. Yeah, which so was the goal, I don't, right? Right, right. Yeah. So I don't know if they're, you know, is that intentional? Is that the mechanism? I, I that I don't know, but no, that I think it's a hundred percent intentional because of the way that they do the light show and yeah. you know doing the sounds and doing the pulse of the lights and even then, I mean, even Jack was missing that a couple of times. I mean, oh. we were. I was talking about that too, that there was people on the, uh, on the videos that were taking them at shows, they were missing that. And everybody's like, well, you know, it's, we'll get to used to it eventually, but let's not sure. kid ourselves. Jack is yeah. the pinball streamer for Stern and for everybody else. So it's not like this is his first time to play a pinball machine and he was still missing those cues. So I'm thinking to myself, what is a casual going to do with this on location and how See, frustrating could that get that's what bug and luke said though is the whole reason they're doing this mech is they feel for novice and casual players when you hit a scoop that ball comes back so fast that you don't have time to react so that's why they like this idea with the subway system so in their mind this subway elevator system is actually going to be easier for people but what i saw in the videos is the plastics are so they have like faces the plastics are so large that they cover the end lanes yeah. so you really don't even yeah. see the ball until it's they give you a little warning with the light but that you don't see that ball until it's really close to your flipper so yeah. there's no visual i mean they're they're cueing it with the light but really not like you don't see the speed of the ball so would you get used to it yes but would you get used to it if you owned it? Yes. But would a novice who steps up to it to play like that's the thing in my mind, if right. if my wife stepped up to that that game and hits the scoop, I don't care what like there's no way she's going to realize those blinky lights are indicating to her that a ball is about to come out. No, like, like I'll I'll be real with you. I think I will miss it even with the blinky lights because there's so much other stuff going on because the same thing happens even during a multi ball. And the problem is, again, people are comparing us to Rick and Morty. Well, Rick and Morty, you can visually see the ball coming out yeah. of the scooper out of the hole real quick down the end lane. Like you can see it. This yeah. you cannot see. And you have to get that timing down. The problem is the only way you can get that timing down is if you have considerable amount of time on this pen. Yeah. So, of course, everybody from Spooky was going to make it look easy because they designed it. Like <laughs> they know it's there. But, yeah, I, I think just in practicality i don't see how that benefits anybody really when you can't actually see the ball and it's just suddenly there i mean you have to react to it you know yeah, it's just i mean I don't know. maybe maybe they can stage a ball maybe they can make it better i mean maybe that can be tweaked maybe it can be improved but i but i feel like that is a unique mech and i feel like they did it purposely trying to make it easier and i don't necessarily know at least visually i don't know if they've achieved that um 
that's kind of a wait and see situation. And we'll have to wait for an owner who has access to it a lot to really tell you whether or not they like it or they hate it. Because it yeah. almost seems, I, I feel like there were times in the streams that I saw somebody, you know how we're so, when we play, we're almost impatient because we just out of habit now flip through animations. Yeah. And I feel like Jack or other somebody during the stream, like just instinctually, like the ball's gone. Where is it? Flip through the, like, they're like mm-hmm. flipping through the animations, trying to get the thing going. Yeah. And you're waiting for the ball to spit out. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things too. Design wise, it's okay to have stops too. Sure. Like, right. And I think what's kind of happened here is Spooky has kind of put it out there that this pen has flow. Like they are the ones that put it out there. Yep. And, you know, I, we talked about it before the last podcast that we were trying to figure out how exactly this pen would have flow. And after watching it, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how this pen has flow with the way that they were describing it. When you say it has flow like the Mississippi, yeah. I, you know, I take it to mean you're going to have something like an Elwin pen where you're going to have or, all these different combos. You're going to have everything. Or a real pen. Me, yeah, exactly. And to me, I mean, even like a Pat Lawler pen, like Pat Lawler is a perfect example of somebody that can have flow, but have the proper stop and go as well. Like his games, they're notorious for that. Yep. But when I look at this, it's just kind of like there's what, maybe three shots that legitimately come back to the flipper. Yeah. that aren't subway based i think maybe four i might be missing one but yeah i'm looking at it right now and it's uh, most shots stop or get you in the subway i mean if their idea of flow is i hit a shot and it eventually gets to my flipper then yeah most of their things do that but flow is in i'm gonna hit this shot and it's gonna zip around and pick up speed and combo into my next shot yeah. not so much um, well, one of their modes was combo based and we didn't see anybody ripping combos with that yeah. at all. Like the most combos I probably saw was like three shots. If that Iron Maiden has a six way combo, that's like mint. You know what I mean? This will not have that. And that is okay. It's okay for a pin not to be super flowy. It's okay for it to be stop and go. It's okay for some of the shots just to be lightning fast. Mm-hmm. And then some of your other things, slow it down. That's okay. But the problem is it wasn't exactly advertised as that. Right. Very so, true. so when we see what we see, it's just, I don't know. It's like, it, it's just, it's different. Like, like, I think if you listen to the way that they described it and then you watch this, you might be thinking you're looking at a completely different pen than what was described, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm way out there, but. Well, I they think, said it's their f- flowiest game. So do you feel that it's more flowier? Do you feel it's flowier than Rick and Morty? I mean, do you feel it's flowier than, that's not the right, there's no way that's the right word, than TNA or, I mean, maybe they are right if if they feel the I mean, ball yeah, sits com- back at you in, in com- well, compared to their other games. Compared to TNA, yeah. I mean, TNA is another one. I wouldn't say it has flow because it's just two orbits. I mean, you can get to, you know, going yeah. nuts with it if you want to. I mean, like we talked about a second ago, technically all pins could have flow, but I think that this is a buzzword in pinball that's used, probably overused as much as world under glass, as much as talking about all these assets and all that. Like, I, I think it's just a buzzword that's just overused. And I think this is one of those situations where we might've got a little carried away with it, you yeah. know, and it's, and it's okay. If this pin does not have flow, that's still okay. It still doesn't make it a bad pin. But, you know, when I look at this and I see the shots, I just, 
I visually do not see that looking at this play field. And when I'm trying to think about how I'm going to approach it, what shots I'm going to take, what I'm going to try to exploit, it's not combinations. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I will. So to harp back to the elevators, I can think of multiple examples where, so like, first off, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, it has that up post in the flip in the in lane to stop a ball and then drops it down to your flipper. Right. So it's like, you see it, it's stopped. It delivers it to the flipper in a time. Like you can react to that. There's other games that have magnets up, you know, roller games has a magnet above the upper flipper will stop the ball. You see it, it can kind of tee it up for you. So I don't know. There's other games that do things like that to tee up a ball to a flipper in a, in a very nice presentable way. And, uh, I think it could be done, but I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily know if these uh, elevators were the way to go, uh, but we'll see. We'll have to. We need to play. We we'll, all three well, of us need to play it to know that. What What do you guys think about the ramps? Because I do have an issue with one of the ramps. Um, I was talking to you guys about earlier. Correct. The there were some rejects. There were there were some a decent number of rejects that I saw that I was surprised by. And I think that's what you're hinting at there. Travis. Yeah, on that center ramp. Yeah. I guess I don't know if they call it the right ramp or the center ramp, but it's the ramp behind the drop targets. And I was I was really surprised by that because doesn't that have a diverter? It does. And until we see what the mech is, I don't I don't want to blame it on a diverter that's malfunctioning or doing something weird that's keeping the ball. But there it seemed like there were shots that looked clean that yeah. came back. And, uh, and the last thing you want is for that to be on your center ramp. Cause if it's coming back, there's a chance it could be straight down the middle. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that, that center ramp is just, I mean, what do you think Tom with the drop well, targets and all that? Yeah. I mean, it could just be a, like a timing issue in the code or something where, but, but it did that on both pins. It did that on both yeah. Halloween and right. Ultraman. Yeah. I mean, that's true. So, I mean, it could just be the mechanism, you know, um, uh, something with the, the positioning of the diverter, uh, maybe the yeah. gap back there is not, uh, not, maybe it's really tight and that's why if you don't hit the curve just right, uh, it rejects back. A yeah, good point. Yeah, it could be that. I mean, I will say the left ramp, the left ramp looks like it's, it's butter. Like you could hit it all day yeah. long. Yeah. Like it's. The massive opening. I mean, it it takes about three and a half, four seconds and, for it to return back to the left flipper. So you got plenty of time to <laughs> yeah. react. I mean, and that one eighty yeah, ramp, the one eighty ramp that spits it right up in the upper into that lower plate, the middle oh, yeah. play field. That yep. one, one I never, That's I didn't realize. Quick. Like, I don't yeah. think anybody realized that was there. What? Because you, well, can you saw that in pictures? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, in I pictures. pointed it out. Well, I didn't see it in pictures, oh. but I pointed it out that there's a one eighty ramp. Oh, well, that, right that ramp, yeah. that looks fun. Like, that looks yeah. quick. Oh, yeah. It looks smooth. And just, boom, you're up in that play field, and you're immediately playing. You got to react to that shot. I mean, I applaud that. That That's a good-looking shot. Uh, yeah. That looks fun. Um, yep. And they mentioned in that play field, there's four different ways that you can exit that play field. You can, like, or maybe it's three, but you basically could, and there's only one flipper. It's like you can drain out to the left. You can hit up to the right, and it drains out. You could hit it back down the 180 ramp, and it's so it's just. And then I'm assuming lower right as well. Yep, back yeah. to the shooter lane. It's just that like one, that one. I don't get though. Like, why is that one there? Is there something in the code for that? Because it looked like every time it dropped back to the shooter lane, like it would just get plunged back in. 
and uh, nothing was lit after that. I didn't really notice anything about that. So I'm not quite understanding that. I don't know, but I, that I'll, I'll, I'll applaud that. And maybe that's a good idea. What's real, real quick, you know, we're, we can be critical, but maybe we should go around and just, what's something we liked, you know, Tom, what did get you going? <laughs> what were you excited about? Yeah. The pumpkin yeah. did. The, the butt yeah. pretzel. The butt, the pre- butt pretzel. Just because it's called the butt pretzel, or you actually like the way <laughs> That's it was? That's what they called it. I know. <laughs> but did you enjoy the way it shot? I mean, what? yeah, what did you like about it? Yeah. Tom, what do you like about <laughs> butt pretzels? Uh, they're buttery smooth. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can I can help you along, Tom. I, I'll Thanks. say what I like about it, and then you can follow up. How's that okay. sound? Okay. Sounds I'll, great. I'll, I'll butter up your butt pretzel here. There we go. <laughs> we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll get going. So- one of the things I did see that I actually really did like was that I think this was off the plunge. So it was like a skill shot to where you could lock the ball directly to the right yes. behind that drop target. And then it acts not as a multi-ball, but as an extra ball in play. Mm-hmm. So that I did like that. I like the idea of a skill shot leading to something like that and allowing you to have that access early on. I think that's a really cool idea and now, I like how that's implemented. But Bug did say as of right now, if you lock a ball in that little nook, as of right now, if you drain, it spits out that ball. Right. So it's which, acting like a like a ball save. Right, which they should keep that because he Do did like mention that? that they were deciding whether or not to have that. They should keep that because if you're going to have that be a skill shot and you've earned that, do not take that away. Yeah. Because that's, that's a fun skill shot to hit. It is. But it's also, I mean, that's just like, uh, if they keep that, that will be absolute. I mean, why would, from a tournament or any, why would you not make that your priority immediately? Like, get your get your ball. I mean, so many games, right, tournament-wise, you guys are all about hitting certain targets to light your ball save or outlane ball save or something, you know, build in some security. But if you can stick a ball there that guarantees, hey, you, if you drain, you immediately get your ball back, like, I, I, I would assume that will become a priority. But like to me, I look at that as if you don't just spit it out when you drain, you could make that like a lock stealing opportunity, which is something I enjoy. Where you would, wouldn't you? I would. You, you savage. But I'm yeah. not a Ooh. I'm not a tournament player. Yeah. Mute his mic. Shun him. But you could, right? I mean, in tournament mode, fine. You don't you don't have that. But if you could also make it where it's a you have to if you lock it, great, but then you have to hit the shot to actually get it to use it, right? All right. Theoretically, if you have a launch party with Halloween at your house, you can go ahead and do lock stealing in <laughs> okay. your one-man tournament. Dude, we'll I freaking that. love lock stealing, man. <laughs> like lock stealing, well, stealing in taxi is so great. TNA is so great. It's I mean, awesome. it's, 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 it's cool. It's, like, yeah, it's fine. But. It's just the only reason why I wouldn't do it in this point, and I'd like to hear Tom's opinion on this, no. is just because... To me, this type of lock is if you earn it off a skill shot. And I think the way to create the proper risk-reward ratio to this is that you don't have a ball save on. If there's no ball save, Uh. then you've got to decide if you want to really take that shot on the fly because it's on a timer then. Like, that's the way I would do it. And I wouldn't have it be lock still. I think they said something about... I 100% agree, Travis. That I like that idea, but that so you're saying you just have to hit it. You got whatever. You got three seconds off the plunge. You hit that shot. Otherwise, I think the way it's coded right now is if you hit it multiple times, eventually five, hit it five times. Eventually, it'll catch your ball, and then after it's caught your ball, though theoretically, any other time you hit that drop target, it's going to spit that ball out. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's five times the start of multi ball that's there. The way that I understood it. Oh, I thought it was always. I didn't think there. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. I didn't know that there was a mode or anything based around that. I thought it was just the little storage unit for you. Yeah, I I thought that's what I heard him say. But again, I was muting the stream due to the (laughs) music, so I might have I might have misinterpreted that as well. But I mean, I like the idea of that. I mean, Tom, Tom, what would you do with that type of shot if you didn't have a ball save on? And that shot, you could lock a ball in there for an immediate multi-ball or a multi-ball to hit down with the target. What would you do? Or a ball save? I, I, I liked your idea of not having the ball save, but probably locking a ball and hitting the, hitting the target. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the way to go. Well, theoretically, right? Like Guardians of the Galaxy has the orb shot. I mean, Deadpool has the drops. I mean, there are other games that could do something like this. Like, Hey, if you sneak a ball in quick, we'll just keep it there. And then you can, I, I mean, obviously this is not the first game to have a, a drop target. That's going to hold a ball, but I, but the place that where it is, I don't, I, I got to give props. Well, and this is something we talked about. I got to give props. These, there's some good ideas. There are some good ideas in this pen. There and is, I think and- that is one of them. Well, you could code a lot of things around that too. You could have your super jackpot spaced out of there. You could have some type of play field multiplier based out of there, like some type of hurry up based out of there. I mean, you could do a lot of things with that type of shot. So I do like that that's there. And I do like the right orbit shot that's right there as well. I like that combination of things together. Sure. So, Did you see where it fed? Like when it's holding there and it just drops the target down, where did that ball trickles out into um i, I didn't think, see that i thought i saw it just kind of go off the right sling once okay i'm trying to remember but i mean so, i do like that i like the idea of the drop targets as well i just don't like where they're placed i mean obviously oh where you're talking in the middle the middle yeah. back towards okay. oh yeah and they realized it as soon as they put it on there that's why they had the air ball deflector on there yeah like it's it's guaranteed you're going to get air balls all day long just because of that geometry alone. But I like the idea of it. I just don't like the location of it. Tom, you had, you were. No, well, going back to the Travis was talking about the right orbit, you know, hitting that right orbit and then hitting the, uh, the area with the drop target would be cool. But I, I remember from the stream that, uh, they, they did like a skill shot where the, the target dropped and you could hit it up there. I think Jack hit it, but the middle target, yeah. The middle target, yeah. Yep. And the and the three three bank of drop targets. It was that's a pretty cool idea. I, I mean agree. there's some good things to the game. Yeah. It's it's just putting it all together, I guess. So know, and you're the right now that you talk about it, that that could be really neat where it's like, okay, if you hit the right orbit it'll drop like it would drop the drop target automatically or something like that. You could combo something or like if you hit this certain combo. So instead of having to hit that five times, if you do this combo and this combo, it'll automatically drop the target and then you can sneak it in or like you could do some yeah. cool stuff there. But I, I agree the thread, the needle shot. So the three drop targets in the back, there's a, there's a deal right now in the code, you have to hit those drop targets down and then you have to hit that ramp. Every time you hit the center ramp, it goes to the left. After you've hit the center ramp five times, it spits it up to the highest upper play field. But what they were saying right now in the code is if you hit the middle drop target down and then you hit the ball through those without hitting the other drop targets and it goes up the center ramp, it'll automatically go. So there's a way to sneak up to that upper, upper play field. 
which is neat. I mean, that's a great idea. And there's there's a ton of games, Deadpool once again, that have three drop targets that you could get creative with where if you hit one and sneak things by, you get rewarded extra for that. I mean, there's I like it. I think that's I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a that's pretty good nuance to have on it. I mean, it's that that right there is pretty good. I think I didn't really notice. I might have looked over it. I didn't really notice too many modes that were based off the drop targets, though. I Did you guys see anything like that? We might. I might have no, missed it. Maybe I there was something in there. Too. But I, I would have to think that you could do something with those three drop targets and with the drop target to the right and even with your scoops to the left to make a mode based off that. You Herb. know, because it's... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I remember one of the interviews that, that Charlie said that uh, I think all the drop targets are RGB and they mm-hmm. were talking yep. about color coding in them. And so there's got to be some kind of mode. Yeah. yeah. And I saw that on Ultraman and it, it looked pretty dope. Like that the lighting is great. Yeah. That yeah. looked really cool. I did like that touch. And but I, I mean, feel like the lighting works really well on Ultraman because once again, it's campy. It's like fun. Like mm-hmm. give me all the bright colors while like yeah. Halloween I don't need, I don't know. It's, they want to give you a lot of light, but at the same time, theme wise, yeah. you can't go rainbow, you know, with Halloween. You, you yeah. got to kind of keep to some, a lot of orange. Yeah. I think if, like I said, if you got a Halloween and you're thinking about trying to flip it, I would do it sooner rather than later because yeah. I got a feeling the more that these get out, I don't think it's going to be near as popular as Ultraman. Just don't, I just don't I, think it will. I think, and maybe unless there's anything else you guys want to talk, my only other little things that I, I saw the big knife. I never saw the big knife that covers the shooter, the shooter lane. And it's, it's basically like a mirror blade. It like, that's a really cool touch. I think bells and whistles, they threw a lot in there. One mode that I thought was very creative that bug mentioned was he said one mode, it lights three shots that are green. And if you hit one of the shots, it becomes red. And if you hit, if you get enough red shots, the mode's over. So, like, red shots are bad, but you have to hit all three green shots. And then after you do that, it'll light three different shots green. Same thing. And I think once you do that, like, three times or complete three sets, you win. But that idea of, like, I have to hit this shot, but then if I accidentally hit that shot again, it's actually bad. Yeah, and but they did mention something in there that one of the multi-balls actually it kind of covers that up as well to where a shot that you need for multi-ball will end up being a bad shot in the mode. And I wasn't a fan of that. As soon as he mentioned that, I was like, Oh, you know, cause you want your, you want your stuff to go together. I'm going to botch this word, but I'm going to try to go for it anyways, but you want it to go sin. What, how do you pronounce this? Sin. I can't even say it. Stack. No, (laughs) just strictly. I can't pronounce that word right now. Synergy. Synergy. Synergy was the word you were struggling? <laughs> well, I don't know. Syndristically? Synergy. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a tough word right now. Yeah. You want them to go together well. Uh, I get you. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. If you have a multi-ball, you have a mode, you want them to complement each other. And then the information he was giving is that this multi-ball and this mode wouldn't complement each other because you could hit a shot for multi-ball that you're yeah. supposed to hit to progress in there, but now you're getting penalized in the mode. And I'm like, I'm sorry to me, that's... That you shouldn't be coding games like that. Rule sets should not penalize you for taking something and stacking it on together. I think they should always go well together. So if you want that mode to work as intended, just lock out multi-ball. Like kind of like a like a Boba Fett 
and Star Wars. You know, it's almost like its own little thing. I, I think something like that would work well to where all of a sudden you're trying to hunt Michael Myers or you're trying to do something, you know, to where you can't bring a multiball into it. So that part I didn't really understand, Sure, I guess. But yeah. again, I mean, that's just may, maybe that's just different philosophies and how a rule set should be, you know, I'm not going to say that that I'm right and that he's wrong. I mean, it's just how it is. Well, um, what about upper yeah, play field, Joel? We haven't talked about that yet. Which one? So I, the, I don't, the upper upper play field. They the look fun. I mean, that second one looks fun to shoot. I mean, I but it goes quick. It returns to the flipper quick. Um, you know, to be honest, like Mando, there are times that I get in that play field that it's just like I'm not the best at it. I hit a shot and it's gone, or I completely whiff. I mean, you want to get to an upper play field that's fun to shoot. And I think it is neat. I think it, I think it looks fun to shoot. Um, so, I, don't, I mean, even like the scoop shots on the left, like okay, picking out some of those to Jason, like I bet those could be fun. Um, I I have no doubt. I think I would enjoy. I think I could enjoy shooting this pin, but I think I'd mute it. <laughs> I think I'd yeah, turn it down. Yeah. I, and that you know, I want. I would. I would leave the sound on for Ultraman at you know, this point. I, I would have fun shooting the second upper play field. I don't think I could say sure. that I'd ever have fun shooting the left side uh, of this game okay. into the scoops and the targets. I don't know. Tom, would you have fun shooting those? No. No. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was so much yeah. in thought, too. Yeah, I really thought he would be like, I mean, maybe. I'd have it a little. No, he's just, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why I was not, just, Tom? I was just, I was just kidding, but oh, okay. uh, right. he would have a lot of. Okay, Tom, tell us how much fun you would have <laughs> shooting those oh, three scoops and those three targets. Oh, loads, <laughs> loads of fun. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, you know, without playing it, it's just so hard to, to. I mean, we're we're watching gameplay footage, see, and you. I, I will speak up for you, Tom, because you have so many games. Yeah. You are a high rank player. I'm not. You've played thousands upon thousands of games. And this is what I try to talk to people about that when you have a database to go from, from years and years of experience across all eras of pins, you know, instinctively what's going to shoot because every, yeah. what's going to shoot well, because everything is similar. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. is pretty similar. This in is terms definitely of, different though. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I like that they're trying something different, you know, and not necessarily going with the norm. Um, so w which part's the different part? Well, the, the saucers on the left-hand side. You and know. how fun are those to shoot? I don't know. I've speaking, never shot what, them. What <laughs> pins have you? Okay, you have like 40 pins behind you. Yeah. What pins out of there are you excited to just shoot at the scoop? I think about that. Exactly. Shadow. Shadow. Yeah, there's two. Yeah. There's two scoops. Right. So any I'm other game? I'm excited. I mean, uh, scoops are scoops can be fun. Twilight Zone. Yeah. There's there's two scoops. Yeah. Right, but why is that scoop fun on Twilight Zone? That's a good example. Because it starts why? modes, and I get points when I do that. Right, and how does <laughs> and how does that upper scoop? What do you? How do you got to hit it? Well, you gotta you gotta hit a you gotta hit a ramp or or yeah you gotta hit a right. ramp to get you to you it. gotta hit a combo and it's a smaller flipper yep. and it, you gotta thread the needle 
that's yeah. what makes it fun. So depending on how your play field layout is, you have to make that shot fun. Like the well, shot on its own that is just a scoop isn't necessarily fun. It's like me, like I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. But I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your guys' asses either and tell you that that scoop right there is just awesome to hit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's sure. Like you you got to give reason for it. And that's the only thing is I think the shots on their own on the left-hand side wouldn't be fun to shoot, just in my opinion. Yeah. But like you said, depending on how it's coded, that that's where the code and the rule set has to make it fun. You have that, to give reasons to explore that side of the play field. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, with, without question. But in saying that, they could code it in a fun way, and it might be fun. I, I, yeah, yeah. Look at look. Tom is well, dropping. Well, you're you're truth giving me a here. question that I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, what about it, you, yeah. Joel? How how much do you enjoy shooting scoops? Really? I mean, oh, okay. So to be like, uh, when I owned a World Cup soccer, and you need to get multi ball going, that scoop is brutal. But then when you hit it, it feels great. TNA, right. TNA. There are times that like just give me the scoop, and then you hit it, and it feels great. I understand Metallica, Guardians of the Galaxy. You got all this stuff lined up. And it's like, just hit the freaking scoop. Deadpool, knockout blow. You got the heartbeat, bah, 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 hit the scoop. But I, I understand a lot of times a scoop is start a mode or finish a mode or it's an ending shot. But the weirdest thing to me in the scoops that I'm seeing in the spooky game, it's like, I'm just so used to you hit the ball, you hit the shot and it gets rocketed back at you. And you don't, you don't get that. You don't get that with the spooky game. And when the whole left side is scoops, that, I get, that's I, my, I, I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Well, that's that's my fear of it is like every every scoop shot, and I can't believe we're we're getting deep into scoop shots of pinball, but here we are. <laughs> but but every shot that you just described right, right there, Joel, has something surrounding it that makes it worth something, that makes you care about that shot. And when you start caring about that shot, that's what makes it fun. And my fear is you have so many of those here. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Like you can hit certain ramps and they're fun to hit, even if they're not scoring anything. Like it's just fun to see the ball zip around. Yeah. Whether it's doing like a loop de loop, whether you know, you know what I mean? But yeah. with a scoop, you it has to do something other than just the ball going in there. I, I, I get it. And once again, well, this is all just us judging from the stream. Maybe it feels great. Maybe I don't know. I I don't. I get what you're saying, and maybe that's we've we've gone on about this for a while. So maybe we need to wrap it up um, on spooky. Yeah, we we need a two hour podcast. Two hour podcast scoops. Nobody (laughs) else is going to go this deep. Yeah, let's let's we'll we'll get Keith on for that because doesn't Keith hate scoops, Keith Ellen, because it like slows the game down. Yeah, he probably has Uh, a lot of opinions. I'm willing to bet Halloween's probably his favorite design pen. (laughs) He loves those scoops, but. Um, well, I will say that the middle ahead. play, the middle upper play field, I think it does look really good. Yep. I, I really do like how they did that. And I like the combinations on there. And I like the finishing shot along that little catwalk or whatever it is to go across. I guess they're calling to the third upper play field. Mm-hmm. But I think that's well done. Is there so a there magnet are, up there too? Because when the ball goes yep. over it, it like just stops. Yep. I mean, it looks cool. Yep. I think that looks pretty cool. There's yep. some really cool. And that's the good part is if if there are some really cool things with the right amount of code there this there you could do some really cool stuff with what's mm-hmm. here and and the same thing about the assets or the art or the lcd that we're talking about or the music i you know personally i, I would feel that these are all things that they could improve on 
And uh, maybe we're just, you know, maybe we'll all be biting our tongues um, a year from now. You know, hmm. don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it's, st- it's still scoops. <laughs> it's still scoops. <laughs> um, I, I have to make one comment about the stream and I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be critical of, of Jack, but watching, the let me stream, throw on my sunglasses for Joel oh here. Boy, watching the stream. I mean, I, I stream pinball as well and I'm not, I am no Jack danger. I get that. And I understand doing a reveal stream. The pressure behind a reveal stream has to be insane. I know Fliptronic when they revealed Raza talking to them afterwards and before, I mean, just crazy stressful. But what I will tell you is I've only been streaming a year and the amount of technology that you can get to make streaming easier and more consistent is there. And it just, it bothered me as a streamer to see his cameras dropping out, to see his, his audio dropping out. And I understand technology, you can't control everything, but there, there are things that he could do that he could make his life so much easier. And I, I just don't know why he doesn't do them. And even Tom, Tom streams. And I'm telling you right now, the capture card that Tom uses and that I use is reliable and consistent. It's the same one Carl D'Angelo uses. It's the same one Neil DeCray uses. Why he hasn't gone that route, I, I don't know. And maybe there is something there, but it just sucks when you're watching a review stream and you actually run into those technical difficulties. I feel for the guy, but at the same time, he could make his life easier. I He set up, he, he posted pictures on Facebook. He had cameras set up on both machines. So instead of putting together a mobile rig and just wheeling it over to, whoop, I just punched my mic, just wheeling it over to the other game. I don't know. It's just, it's obvious there were bandwidth issues. There were stuff that's getting really technical but I just, I would love to encourage the guy. <laughs> just, there are people that will gladly help him technically that could improve his stream if he asked. But I understand he is the number one pitball streamer. So maybe he doesn't feel he needs to. Um, maybe, I, I don't know. It sounds like, I think Shroud is about to be the number one yeah, pinball streamer pretty soon. Maybe, maybe. So I don't, once again, I'm not here to just crap on Jack Danger, but it's just, yes, I understand I take well, pride in my stream. So does Tom. There are people in this hobby that will that would happily help him. See, if, notice if he, he doesn't name my stuff because well, mine stream. is all over the place. <laughs> you yeah. stream? I can't, I can't stream. I don't know how you guys do it. Like, I've tried to stream pinball before, and I'm just like, I, I can't do it. Well, I Mo- keep more him there with my guys. jokes, and I will, Tom keeps I will him give, there with his looks. I will give so. one thing to Jack. I mean, he is certainly probably the most entertaining pinball streamer. He I mean, yes, he's got all the personality in the world. Absolutely. Yep. You know, I mean, absolutely. man, you hear that, Mister Scoot? Tom just shit all <laughs> over you. Yeah. He's, oh. Yeah. He's got <laughs> Tom absolutely, or sorry, so, Jack absolutely. His personality is I, why I, I he just is got successful. myself kicked off the uh, the pinball network right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs> that's, think that, that's okay? So is that is that like a technology thing or is it an internet thing? Because I honestly don't know because I don't don't stream it. The camera cutting out is a bandwidth issue. He is using USB capture devices because he's using a laptop. And I had I had those problems too when I was using just cam links and stuff. And yes, Ah. um, you had it. Your camera, your camera has dropped out multiple times. Well, that's because in this podcast. Well, that's because I'm not (laughs) using USB. It's it's because I got a power saver on it, and I'm too lazy to turn it off. Okay, so it's just Travis (laughs) who sucks. But no, we anybody who streams (laughs) that initially went down the route of USB, 
It it mm. it you have issues. It is a problem. And yeah, Carl true. D'Angelo has been a mate. Like I have had personal messages with him, and it's like, hey, which one of these do you recommend? And he goes, I ditched USB years ago, and I'm telling yeah. you, you should do it. Dang. And did you did you just hear Joel just name drop right there? Oh, I will glad Carl D'Angelo is a it's saint. Carl, Carl is. is the man when it comes to streaming. George, don't panic, flip, Manu, MPT3K. There are people out there that know the technology. Jordan Dude, with Electronic, they you know seen the their technology. St- I don't even I know. know why I'm I don't even know what I'm asking you. Have yeah. you seen their streams? Of course you have. Their streams are like clean. They're absurd. Like, well, good. both of you guys have clean streams too. I know we're getting off base, but my God. Like but, it, it is as me as a viewer, if I'm watching pinball, you know, I I honestly, I have a hard time watching certain people if Thanks they're not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom. Fine, fine. I was gonna say, Either way, Travis. I was going to say, okay, I have a hard time watching some people play pinball if they're not very good. So if you're not very good, which is fine, that's perfectly fine. Like me. Yeah, I get it. Well, it's kind of like I'm not going to go to a men's slow pitch league and sit on the bleachers and watch them play. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. So it's like if I'm going to sit there and watch your stream, you either need to be really, really good because I'm interested to see excellent play. Yeah. Look at Tom. Oh, Tom. (laughs) Tom just, (laughs) you're cracking me up. You either need to be able to play really, really good or your stream needs to be super clean and you're entertaining to talk to or to listen to and that's the things that you you both have you know i enjoy watching tom play because he has so much unintended humor it's awesome (laughs) and he plays well he's a good player (laughs) as well yeah yeah yeah. and then joel i enjoy watching you because you interact and you're actually your skills have increased so much over the year i mean because you're playing and you're applying and stuff like that i'm interested in seeing now if i watch a stream and it's kind of in and out and then they're not really talking much. And then there's kind of flipping around. It's like I could go down to my local arcade and stand right behind somebody and watch that. I don't uh, want to yeah. sit on my couch and watch that. So, I mean, it's tough. Streaming is tough. It's not it is. easy. Streaming, Streaming is, is and I, that's tough. the thing I understand. And, and Jack says that during his reveal streams that he's like, you can tell all he cares about is the quality. Like that's what, that is his focus. And, and normally he says that like his level of play, drops drastically because he's just he wants to make sure the stream is good but that's what i'm telling him there's i don't know there are some things that he could do in my opinion that could make his life way easier and and i'm just surprised that he hasn't he hasn't tried that but well he probably doesn't run into those issues though at his hq of course i don't watch any of the streams so i don't know I'm not i'm not sure yeah see there goes my camera <laughs> there goes <again>. his camera <laughs> that's so great all right well We've we've talked a lot about so spooky talk. That was our that was our main meat and potatoes. Um, let's roll through these real Joel. short, real quick. What's up? Did you hear about deep root? Yeah, Is exactly. That where we're going? Deep root, deep root. Yeah. Just you know what? I don't want to say anything. Tom, yeah. What do you think about deep root? Or what have you noticed? Or what have you seen? Um, it 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 looks like they're done. Uh, I mean. Robert Mueller took down his Facebook account and the deep root Facebook account is gone and it's just not, uh, not looking promising. I mean, why, why would you take that stuff down? You know, nobody that has a business, I have a business, you know, 
I wouldn't take it down unless something really bad was happening. I mean, if you, but that's <laughs> the thing. If at this point, if right? you're, if it was an accident, yep. if something happened, it's very easy to put out any bit of media to say like, hey, don't worry guys, oh, the website's yeah. down because we're doing maintenance, you know, but it has been nothing. We have had, there is nothing. So it, it's just such a bizarre saga because it's, it's almost like satire at this point that we expect any type of correspondence to come our way to kick the can down the road. And then Robert not only kicks the can down the road, he picks it up, puts it in his car and drives it across the freaking <laughs> County and just drops it off. I well, mean, it's just... and to come out so arrogant to all the other companies and how they were going to trash them and, you know, and come out with nothing is just, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's a shame at the end of the day. And I mean, I feel yeah. really bad for the people who are working for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we will, we will say as of this podcast, it's not a hundred percent confirmed. No, no that it's, done. it's but, not. We don't know. But, but like the Tom signs, said, if you're, the signs are yeah, pointing that way. Yeah. If you're taking down everything, if you're saying, Hey, you know, we can't talk about our pen that you guys have all prepaid for that was yeah. supposed to be out months ago. Like that doesn't look good. That's not a good look. And I feel for everybody that works there yes, or that's still working there. But at the same time, it's like you've taken people's money now. Yeah. They're waiting to see something. But at the same time, I was shocked that people even gave their money back in, what was it? December? I think when it was. And yeah, unless, unless, unless you're buying a game through a distributor or it's an established company, don't throw your money at these startup companies to try to get a game that may or may not be built. Why does that keep happening in pinball over and over and over again? It keeps I, happening. I think I, people yeah. are trying to reach for something different and, and just magical. And that's why people do that. I People Man, love I play, pinball. Yeah. Yeah. I played that Raza at Houston in 2019 and magical would not be the word <laughs> I would use to describe my experience on there. I, I mean, don't know. It, it didn't, but it, it didn't did have look code better on, on the Fliptronic stream from what my understanding was, at least the ramp, like the ramp shot. Cause you experienced the ramp and it wasn't from, it was the most fun. I ever had Tom Graff <laughs> playing pinball. Oh, I could tell. Oh. I could tell. It was it was awesome. My trip to Houston was well worth it just for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. There's really nothing else to say. I mean, well, it's a wait and see situation, uh, and it is. Uh, we could dive deep into you know. I don't. I mean, I'm all for more pinball, and I'd love more starter. Like I'd love companies to try to do it. I mean, I'm. I applaud Spooky. I applaud Haggis. Um, and I get it. Somebody has to risk a little bit to to let these people flourish. I mean, look at Dr. John on TPN. He bought Kilts number one just because he wants to see Haggis grow. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I get it, but but man, there were there were so many signs. There were so yeah. many signs for so long. And I, mean, uh, I kind of I understand the mindset, and I've heard some people talking about spooky in that way that they just want to buy to support. You know what I mean? But at yeah. the same time, we're it's like we're talking about thousands of dollars too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't look at my wife and say, I'm gonna drop 
$9,000 on this startup, or even if it's 1500 deposit, because yeah. I want to support this person, you know, <laughs> I mean, it just, I don't know. It, a lot of this stuff, it doesn't make sense. And obviously there's a lot of people out there that can justify why they're doing what they're doing and that's how they want to experience pinball. And I'm not going to get in their way of that. But at the same time, I know for me, that's just, it's a little too rich for my blood. I, the only pinball companies I'm going to buy from is ones that I know have a track record of putting games out. I can never see myself ever putting a dime towards something that they've never put one pin out. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. I think the only challenge or the only, like when Jersey Jack came out, they released Waz. And like, that is a license that people are like, I'm in just because that I want that license. And I mean, look, like I had no temptation for Deep Root because it's a license I don't care about. Even Haggis, Kilts, it's a license I don't care about. Spooky, America's Most Haunted, I don't care. But if, if somebody came to like, Pen number one is a license that, oh God, like that is my dream. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe those are the only time, but it's, it, it would be tempting in that scenario, but it still is a risk. And I, I get it. I, even then there's so much that has to go right. I mean, we've all owned Stearns and think about how much goes wrong with that out of box. Yeah. You know, and that's established. That's a monster manufacturer there. So it's uh, pinball is not easy. It's no, not, it's despite not. what Deep Root said, it is not. So things fail in pinball machines all the time. And yeah. That's, oh yeah, that's just you, just you stare at a pin, it'll break down. It's yeah. just <laughs> like, it's just how it is. Mechanical nature of it. But what well, I always what I always thought ahead. was weird about Deep Root is that they released all those themes and and titles on their website that they were going to do like the who and food truck and you know like all these things the the fire and brimstone uh who does that you know yeah. what people that want to convince you that they're a lot further along than what they, they really are. are. Yeah, they had 13 yeah. titles or something in yeah. the works, yeah. Hey, let me tell you guys about my pinball company. We've got 32 <laughs> got 32 titles on the way yeah we don't have any designers yet <laughs> well they you know, had designers no... supposedly but... they had they had so much talent but unfortunately they don't have they don't have george gomez they don't have a leader that can like make it happen um well, it's like coming up with the ideas is the easy part yeah the hard part is actually manufacturing like anybody that's been around it knows that knows that product development it's not easy to do. Otherwise, we would all be overnight millionaires because we would just develop a product instantly yeah. and sell it to the masses. So you're not you're not writing an iPhone app. You know, this is yeah. I get it. All right. Yeah. Well, Deep Root, we will wait and see any official anything. But um it was a shame. That's my only thought when I saw it. I was like, it's a shame. It's a shame and I feel for anybody that's lost money. But Joel is pissed off he's not getting a food truck. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the reality is I, I I was intrigued by a lot of the technology and I wanted a chance to play it. And now it, I, I mean know. like but, yeah. The pin bar though. Like why? I was intrigued by it. I don't but, know. I get it. But why did pinball need that though? It doesn't. Well, I think they're just you're trying to push something that that is technologically something that's newer in this yeah era and not something that that's necessarily been done so many times since you know 1980 
90 whatever it was it was new and that's what i was i think that's you know i think that's what people are craving they want something different and you know i mean p3 is out there if you know are they though i mean you just said it right there p3 is out there it's out there you can get one you can order one (laughs) i think the demand for p3 is going up i mean it's a three-month wait time right now and if the next game's killer p3 could yeah it could how many are they putting out per week i don't know well, I, I, I get what you're saying, Travis. I mean, they're not exactly exploding out the door, but what I'm saying Me, is the technology, they have a, they have a different technology. Yeah. If people want innovation, they can look towards that. He's offering right, that. But, but the problem is, here's my take on it. I'm glad we're having this discussion because we're actually having a serious discussion right now. I can't believe it. We're doing excellent, <laughs> fellas. But don't you think basically like the people that want innovation if they want an innovation that bad why did raza only sell like a little over a hundred like why why wasn't people bursting why hasn't any other pinball company put out like hellacious innovation why isn't p3 the number three or number two pinball company out there i think people throw around innovation so much and they say they want that but look at what sells the meat and potatoes of pinball is what sells. And I think your innovation has to come incrementally that adds to the game, like the LCD screens behind I, you, Joel. Yeah. But didn't Waz sell really well? I mean, Waz, RGB LED, huge monitor. I mean, when that was revealed, it sold. Yeah, that yeah, that was a step up. But again, it's like we're talking about just an LCD screen, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, where does pinball go for Deep, innovation yeah. from here? I mean, I can, uh, my friends can summon their cars to themselves yeah. via their key. You know what I mean? Like, where does pinball really go innovation wise well, underneath and, that glass? And that's or on the right. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, well, what do you think, Tom? I, well, I was just thinking about, you know, the past and, and, you know, games like Caveman and some of these other games where they, they tried, you know, mixing arcade with with pinball just never yeah. worked. Like uh, Granny and Pac-Man, the Gators, Granny yeah. and the Gators. You know yeah. that stuff just, you know, it didn't take off. You know, and I I applaud for somebody trying something new, but you I know. mean the the innovation has happened without people really even taking a step back and, and realizing. For it. It. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like look at the light shows that are out now. Yeah. Yeah. Guns and Roses is awesome, but look at everything else too. True. Compared to just 10 years ago. That's completely different. I look at my Walking Dead that came out in what, 2014? It doesn't hold a candle to what Avengers Infinity Quest is. And nobody talks about that light show. And then you look at how deep the rule sets have gotten. Oh my God. Over just the, yeah. yeah. I mean, that right there, when you're talking about a home environment, you're talking about tournaments, you're talking about people just getting more replays off of it. I mean, that right there to me, the co-op stuff. Yeah. You know, with Scott Denisi on TNA and now it's came over on uh, Ninja Turtles. Now it's on Mandalorian. I mean, stuff like that. There's innovation all around us that I don't think the vast majority of pinball people are really taking a step back and realizing it's right there in front of them. Like everybody's thinking it's going to be that one mech. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but at the, the same time, the world I think, under glass. 
Yeah, and it's like, I mean, you've played theater of magic plenty of times, Tom. It's, and we, it, Joel, you and I have talked about this before. It's like you can only do the same thing so much yeah. with a mech before it just it gets boring after a while. But I had this conversation with a few people at District 82. Imagine taking, you know, some of these 90 Belly Williams games and adding the rules from today, you know, yeah. and making them different and deeper i mean that could be something in the future as well taking an older title and really expanding on it you know i think it would be hard to do for like a really classic game like maybe attack from mars but you know some other well, games fathom right it's now there's well, fathom 2.0 we we were talking about police force because it's at district 82 and i mean Really, all that game is is just shooting the center ramp. Um, I mean, you can go to the right ramp and spell police and get a <laughs> get a bonus, top cop bonus. But I mean, if you want to score on that game, you just hit the center ramp over and over again. It takes everything else in that game away. You know. Yeah. Well, so, I think too. Do you think people like here's the reason why rule sets had to evolve the way that they evolved because they don't have the same mechs that a Bally Williams did back in the day. You know what I mean? Like there's still stuff there. To some, do. some people argue there are no mechs in the games anymore, which yeah, I don't I mean, you know, I don't well, know. Yeah. Agree, I've heard but... people say that about Avengers and then I'm like, I play it and you know, I see the tower catching a ball and it's magnetized up there for a jackpot, and then I can hit another ball up there, and that gets magnetized for a double super jackpot. And it's like, I, I think there's still mechs all around. I just think people people want to see something that reminds them of the 80s and 90s. And I don't think you're ever going to see something like that again, because why wouldn't these new companies go ahead and do that already if that's if that's the way to go about it? You know what I mean? It's like when uh, you when you look at a Bally Williams on location, if there's a stern next to it, the stern is going to earn more no matter what. Yeah, it, it just will. I mean, I can tell you up front right now, like we have a Cactus Canyon, a Monster Bash and Attack from Mars on location. Of course, Monster Bash and Attack from Mars gets a little bit of attention, but that Cactus Canyon does not hardly get any attention. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Joel, we need to get the triple combo. Joel's like giving me the wrap it up. Let's do no, it. No, Tom, Tom's like, my bedtime was uh, oh, yeah. five I'm, minutes from I'm now. I'm good yeah. now. I'm awake now. Oh, he's awake. He's revved up. So you had, <laughs> you had said earlier, uh, you said the word craving, and I can tell you right now what people are really craving. Triple combo. And to be all serious, I we all got multiple messages. We've only done one, one, one take at this. Triple combo seems to be well received. So let's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh yeah wow. let's let's keep it going and uh I'll tell you right now Jason Liebel he does great work so here we go the new triple combo intro Jason Liebel you're the man here it is Welcome to Triple Burger how can I help you Yeah can I get the combo please Did you want the single the double or the triple <laughs> I think I'll have the triple combo yeah. Are you done? Yep. Pull ahead, please. 
It's so good. It's Travis. Had you heard that before that? Not that part. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Not that, yeah. Come <laughs> Yeah. The reason why yeah. I'm laughing yeah. is because that's exactly how Tom orders fast oh. food. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm up there in Wisconsin, yeah. are you they done? Read back his order. <laughs> like I said, yeah. he just goes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's so good. I lost it. I lost it when I heard that. Best part was I was in line at Chick-fil-A, did a seven-hour drive yesterday, had to drop my sister-in-law off, was picking up food on the way home. I saw the email. I was like, got to listen to it. In the in the fast food line, I heard that and lost it. Oh, Jason Liebel, you are the man. Thank you for that intro. Uh, so, yeah. So, on tonight's Triple Combo, we are going to talk about turtles. So, Stearns, TMNT, um, and if you're new to this, We've only done one of them. But if you're new to this, we're going to break down the game three different ways. So we're going to break it down as a novice. Like, what are the fun, quick, easy, enjoyable things to do in Turtles? Then we're going to break it down as wizard mode. How do you get deep into it? And then we're going to break it down into tournament, the tournament strat. So did the two of you guys fight over who does tournament strat? I I think Tom's doing it this time. I'm doing the wizard mode. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I will stick with novice. So novice, what are the fun, quick, Easy thing. So friends and family are coming over. They're stepping up to turtles and they go, what do I do? This is what I recommend. What do you do in turtles? There's a bunch. There's a bunch you can do for novice. And that's why I'm a fan of turtles. Um, Thing number one, you pick your turtle. So if you're a novice player, pick Donatello. Donatello, you hit the right ramp one time. One time, multi-ball. That's all you got to do. So you can get somebody to step up, pick Donatello, hit that ramp one time. After that, if they want to see another multi-ball, which is a really cool multi-ball because it uses the pizza spinner, there's a magnet involved, you show them, you point to the turtle van, and you say, hit that shot three times. They do that, boom, they get to experience the second multi-ball. That alone is enough for somebody to enjoy the game, just to give them that. If they're not going to pick Donatello, Michelangelo is a great novice pick because it lights your outlane ball save, so it extends the game a little further. If they want to see an episode... You can pick Raphael, then you only have to hit the turtle van one time and you're in an episode. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can just, it's basically like Donatello training wheels. Here you go, hit Donatello one time, boom, you're in a multi-ball, you get to experience something fun. Other fun things to do in turtles, co-op mode. Co-op mode is built into the game. You hold both flippers to, flipper buttons down before you hit start. Um, you can go over to co-op mode, you can select that. Boom, co-op mode, you can play with other people. That way you're all playing together, super fun. And the last really fun, easy thing to do is half-shell challenge. Half-shell challenge is like a speed run built into the game. Hold the flipper buttons down, scroll over to half-shell challenge, start that instead. Uh, there's a whole video on it. I made It's posted on uh, the Flipping Out channel that Zach put together of me playing half-shell challenge and explaining it. It's an awesome thing. Like, when friends and family come over, I love stepping up to turtles with them. I show them half shell challenge, endless ball save, try to talk them through hitting different shots. Otherwise, just say, go down a tell and hit the ramp and have a good time. So that to me, super simple, easy, accessible game if you try to do those three things. So there, did I miss anything there? I think I, I think I covered it. But I think that from a novice standpoint, that is how I would attack turtles to have a good time. Wizard mode. Good job, Joel. Oh, thank you. Turn, tournament strategy, right? Or is it wizard mode, Ducks? 
No, we do wizard mode, Tom. Oh, my turn. So, Tom, go deeper. I just tipped. I'm just dipping the toe in the pool. Cannibal. You, dive, you don't want to do right that for the tournament strategy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do tournament strategy first. You're right. Okay. Go for it, Tom. All right. So tournament strategy, uh, I would say go for Raphael because Raphael will give you your mission lit right away. And also you can train up your turtle and get a lot of play field multiplier by doing that. Uh, the, the, the first one is the Krang 2X, but the second one is that extra play field multiplier. And if you continue to hit those layer targets, you can light your 2x target uh, and you can get some massive scoring going that way. Uh, You do want to get into the multi-balls, but uh, episodes, taking your episodes and stacking them with the multi-balls as much as possible is going to be the way to, uh, to score on the game. What about toppings? Everybody, every time I stream turtles and they're like, what toppings do I pick? So in competition mode, I know you can't you can't get the gummies, correct, Travis? I mean, I've noticed that. Correct. Oh, ooh, what are the gummies give talking you? like me now? What's that? More balls. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can only have uh, three balls in your your pizza parlor multi ball, but uh, uh, the toppings are pepperoni, squid. Fudge and uh, sardines or whatever they are. Anchovies. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of toppings. Well, there's a bunch of them, but I know some of them are out of the competition, I believe. Oh. Travis would Well, know. do you know off the top of your head, like what, which ones you want? Uh, squid is my most popular one because uh, you can rip the spinner for a lot of points. Uh, pepperoni, I believe, is also good. And I, I'm going to let Travis uh, yeah, take Travis it from here because he's just yeah. like biting his tongue right now. How do you get the squid topping? How do you get the squid topping? Is that what you asked me? Are you sure there's a squid topping in the game? Yeah, I believe so. Or is it octopus? Octopus. There oh you go. wow! Squid, oh, octopus. Octopus. squid, octopus. <laughs> Sem- semantics. It's All right. the same to me, but I, no, I, well, I right. won't. I won't eat either of them. So, no. Tom is exactly exactly right. Octopus, because all switches start. At, I think it's a base value of three thousand, and then it goes up. I think by a thousand every ten switch hits. So you just want to crush the right spinner. Yep, and that's legitimately the whole game you could pretty much if you get 2x rolling with octopus you can pretty much kill it and fudge works too because fudge gives you uh plus one foot kills too and you get so many foot kills you can collect a super jackpot a lot sooner and what's so a you're foot, saying what's a foot kill that's like the jackpot right for the well on the the, the inserts chef. are they show each foot kill like yeah. according to what shot you're hitting so it just adds uh, additional foot kill and you have to get i think it's like six yeah yes i remember right yep. light it so that's right it's been a hot minute since i played it but yeah i think that's that's the basic so part of it so to recap my novice brain here go Raphael. to change pizza toppings don't you hit the pizza target and it just scrolls through them and mm-hmm. then every time you lock a ball it locks in those toppings so you're basically saying shoot for octopus 
what was pepperoni? Is do you agree with pepperoni or no, Travis? I think it adds no, to I your mean, jackpot pepper- value. Correct? Yeah, it adds two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, oh, yeah. so I mean, you're not, that, that can be good as well. So you're not being like religious on your toppings. You're just shooting well, for like octopus and potentially. I think it starts with octopus as some of your main because it starts with the same toppings each okay. time. Yeah. I just forget what it is. It's been a while since the, I've seen the it. The stand-up targets is what changes them. And then once you, you lock a ball, it locks in yeah. some of the toppings. But if you start with Raphael, that means when you lock your ball, you just started your first mode. So you're basically saying you're going to start a mode with Raphael. Correct. You have ball one locked. You're going to immediately try to block ball two. You're going to immediately try to start that multi-ball. And then hopefully if you got Octopus going, if you can get two times going and then rip spinner, I mean, that's it. Like that's the goal and just keep multi-ball going and keep ripping. More or less. I, I want to play okay. some of the missions out, you know, uh, depending on which mission I might want to carry a multi-ball into that. Um, okay. You know, some of some of the mo or excuse me, missions are easier than others. So I might want to bring a a multi ball into a harder one, just where it has more shots. You agree with that, Travis? No, you're right. I mean, everything you said is dead on. I guarantee when this pin is at Expo or somewhere like that, everybody is going is going to be choosing Raphael. Yeah. There's absolutely zero reason to choose any other turtle in competition just because your mission's already lit and you can get upwards to a additional X on your play field. So imagine Joel doing the, the uh, octopus frenzy with three X. So you can max out your spinner at 35,000 times three. Like you can just, you can get a lot of points and there's not leveling up your character is not quick. That's the thing. And it's not easy either. Yeah. No, it's not easy either, but even just two X, yeah, it's yeah. still fine. Yeah, like absolutely. you, you'll win if you pick Raphael. You will probably win. I guarantee, equity or whatever is in your favor, or whatever is EV expected values in your favor. You'll win the majority of your games if somebody else picks a different turtle. Which is funny because I like agree. Guardians, right? So many people pick. Uh, so many people pick Star Lord just because it's an instant multi ball and they can feel out the game and hit some certain things. I feel like that was a pretty common strat, at least that I saw. So. Initially, I was like, well, is Donatello going to be like the go-to tournament strat? Because it's one shot and you're in a multi-ball. And you're basically saying no. It's No. The points that are multi-ball in that multi-ball. is not worth yeah. that much. It's not worth anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime. If somebody picks Donatello ahead of us, we're like, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Good yeah. job. Yes. Yeah. Kind of goes right. to the, uh, the, well, Joel, just a off-the-beat question. Uh, w- which character would you pick in the stern star wars pin when you start i don't know that answer okay. to be honest because i i've never had star wars and i'm not a tournament we'll, we'll player, talk about so. that on another podcast play it on another one all right another dwight special sounds good star wars is that i think we're good tournament wise i think you killed it tom well thank you yeah you got yeah, all the tom points destroyed it yeah. yeah well also to the uh, episode four is pretty good or mission four on there if you bring mission four into a multi-ball that's really good because that lights both stand-up targets with the april and the uh the lair targets as well so bringing yeah, that into a multi-ball you're basically yeah you're basically yeah. guaranteed to finish it for and a decent you can, point you can change that based on the the targets to the left and right of the left ramp you can change yep. your mission yeah yep. all right bingo good job fellas tom well played thank you well done all right wizard mr wizard how all do right. you how do you beat all of the game travis 
you just, you never drain uh-huh. and you do all the things. <laughs> Which yeah. is not easy on that game. No, <laughs> it's actually, it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, this wizard mode is actually pretty difficult to do. It's yeah. probably, yeah, it's, it's pretty difficult because it's one of those things that you'll know on ball one whether or not you're going to get there or not. Because the way that the rule set is, it's awfully hard to come back around to some of these things. So you have to complete certain things. So the things that you have to to do, you, in order to qualify Calabunga, which is your final wizard mode, you have to do uh, triple Mondo jackpot. I don't know why I'm trying to guess. I have the sheet right here in front of me. So let me ring it up. Triple Mondo jackpot, uh, jackpot o grande, one, two, three foot combo, weapon hurry up, collect five April hurry ups, and collect a max crane combo, and play final battle. That's a lot of stuff you got to do. It is. Yeah, that's a whole lot of stuff. So, you know, what I like to do, I've done it a couple of times before. And what I focus on early on is I do not use Raphael for this. I use Donatello for this. And the reason being is because your turtle power multiball is automatically lit on the right ramp. So for getting to wizard mode, you like we're not concerned about the points at all. We're just concerned about progression. Yeah. At this point, that's what we're concerned about. So you need Donatello because you can get into your turtle power, power multiball pretty quick. And I'm trying to remember which one that leads to which jackpot that leads to. I think it's the, it's the Mondo jackpot. Yeah, it is the Mondo jackpot. Yeah. So, yeah, you basically have to hit a lot of shots in that mode and eventually just collect the triple Mondo jackpot, which. Again, it's, gosh, Joel, this has been like six months since yeah. I've had to do this. I think it's where you have to collect everything, and then that's where you have to hit that that crane loop to collect the double. Yep. And then I think you have to do it again for the triple. That's the problem. Right. It's not just hitting the shot one time. It's hitting it yeah. three times. Yeah. 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 It's In pretty a difficult to do. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I would always say clear that first because that's the tough one to get to. Okay. And you might as well pick Donatello just so you can just take one shot that right ramp to do something like that and you know one two one two three foot combo i think you pretty much again you go over an end lane it'll light and you got to hit ramps basically and you got to do it all in sequential order during yeah, a certain you can time. do that in three shots like it's yep. not it's doable yep yep that's something to clear out pretty quick the um jackpot grande you know that one is actually pretty tough too because that layer shot is not easy to do it's easy to brick a lot but pretty much you have to um i think that i want to say that one is available in both multi-balls though i think that's available in both turtle power and ninja pizza yes so yep so you'll have to light that collect that as well and you only have to hit that shot once right once yeah that one's just one time you have to get it lit but once it's lit you have to hit the layer shot during a multi-ball boom yeah jackpot and Yep. And I really don't have any particular order to get to that. It's basically just hitting lit shots until you get there. And you can get to that one fairly quick. Yep. But the only thing is, is again, you have to, when it comes to the, I guess it's the turtle van or is it Ninja Pizza multiball, you can only do that one time yep. before your team up, which is four episodes. So that's why you have to take advantage of it because you're only going to get this two times within the ecosystem of the first part of the game leading up to final final battle. So if that hopefully that makes sense. It's yep. kind of hard to explain without the without the play field right in front of me. And then uh, collect a weapon hurry up. That's actually pretty easy to do. It's just going over the lit in lane, hitting an orbit, then 
collecting at the ramp and you'll be you'll be fine on that and then um so complete the five april hurry ups yeah this this one is actually grind. yeah this one's sneaky hard so what i like to do i i kind of like to use this and the max crane combo together in the sense that with the max crane combo you have to hit that combo i think three times in a row to max it out and then another time to complete it if i remember right yep is that correct fellas yep. okay I think so, yep. and so again we're not three worried about inner loops yep and it's on a timer so you don't have to like pop 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 you could do like you could hit one or two if you can cradle up and get back up there you can add to it mm -hmm. but three inner loops and then you have to hit the ramp yep yep, yep. and Side that's a little ramp. bit of a grind as well Yes. But again, I, I would recommend doing all this with the backdrop being your missions yeah. or your episodes. And whenever you do get into an episode, I wouldn't worry about completing it because all you have to do is just get through it yep. in order to get the final battle. You just have to get through all of them. And I think there's, how many is there? Eight? Eight. Total. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I usually just use the missions as a backdrop and... Typically with the April hurry ups, I would try to do those as early as possible as well, because those are a grind. If you don't have those complete and you're on ball three, you're pretty much in trouble. So the April hurry up is the April target. You hit the target yep. five times. Yep. It and lights you, your outlines. Yeah. It, the no, battle well, it'll again. light, it'll light your right again. ramp. Battle. Yep. No, I thought yep. the first time is battle first, again. First, first time battle is battle again. again. Yeah. So that's yep. five shots. And then you yep. have to do five more shots. Yep. Now you have a hurry up on the right ramp. Right. You hit the right ramp. You've done it one time. Yep. So if battle again is still lit, is it only five more shots to get to the next hurry up? I thought I or thought you 10? had to play a mission to relight that target. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Lord. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that I think that's the, correct. I think that's the best because it's done the same thing two. for the layer on the other side. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. That that's the grind part. So. What you want to do for the April hurry-ups as well, do not aim to the north side of those targets. You want to aim as low as possible. The reason being, if you aim too high up on those targets, you're going to ricochet it off the right ramp post, and then that ball's probably going to drain out to the left side. That's why you see a lot of people complaining about the left side, how many drains there are there. Not only because you're going to get borged, but a lot of people are shooting that April target high up, and it hits off that post and there's nowhere for it to go. It's like no man's land over there on the left-hand side. So you want to really try to aim around the, the I and the L, somewhere right around that area. Yeah. That way you won't hit off that post. But yep, that's everything you have to do. And honestly... Oh, and then all eight missions. And yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's why you got to do these missions as a, a backdrop. So your key is really is using the extra balls strategically as well so after two episodes you'll get an extra ball you can get them via the uh, picto pops also which is in the the pops themselves it's almost like a, a slot machine type thing you'll see on the lcd to where you got to hit it up there it'll keep going through and if it matches two it'll lock those two in and then you can complete the final third one and so you can get a random award that way or if you do enough pizza targets with the pizza eating contest you'll get enough and i think that's around like 50 or 60 somewhere right yep. in there so that, that typically helps you as well, but it is an absolute grind to get there to this one. It's probably, yeah, to yeah. do. I, I would say this is probably, probably the most difficult wizard mode that's to attain, in my opinion, that's came out in the past couple of years. That 
And there's sounds pros like and cons a Carl challenge coming exactly. up. Exactly. It sounds like a Carl oh, challenge, yeah. but oh, I, yeah. I, that's one reason I, I enjoy the game as a, as a home game because I'm not Travis. I have not gotten to it multiple times. This is like a, you know, in my mind, it's like, I just want to get the final battle. Like the best I've done. And this is me cheating. I play like a two player or three player co-op game. So I'm actually cheating with like six balls or nine balls. And like the best I've done is in that, in that amount of time I get, through final battle, I may get two, maybe three April hurry ups. I probably grab the crane combo, but it, there's so much more to do. Like that's the thing that this game is is a there's a lot, and that's what's crazy is there's more in the game that that Dwight put, you know, layer upgrading that the the neutrino pizza party. Like there are other things in the game that he has not included, and I'm glad he hasn't because <laughs> it's just there's a ton. There's a ton in this game. And there's a lot you got to do to get to Calabunga. So, um, yeah, nice job, Travis, explaining that. Um, Crushed it. Anything else for Triple Combo on Turtles? I think that's, a, I think that's about it. Well, that was... Combo. Yeah. Ah, what a great... Oh, it's so good. All right. Well, I know that's a great, that's a great segment by far but we have another segment coming up here that i know people are really excited about this is what we hear the most feedback on this is what people are craving that's why we save it for the end you know uh speaking of feedback we this is episode five guys this is something we were supposed to celebrate we're getting really excited about um we were just flooded with with so many messages so many audio clips you know people just congratulating us left and right I have to admit, I made a mistake. I tried to transfer all of those clips, try to get them into the show. It probably would have made this show at least another 30, 40 minutes, you know, playing them all. Something happened, you know, and I and I lost them. So Damn. I'm sorry. Um, but to the listener, just we were just flooded. We we're just flooded with praise. Um, and most of it all revolved around this one segment. Tom, are you excited? This is your time to shine. Are you ready uh, for Tom Talks? Not really. Perfect. Here we go. Tom Talks. He's got something to say. Tom Talks. He's got nothing to say. Tom Talks. Tom Talks. I got, I got nothing. All right, Tom. Um, on this episode, I actually, I, I lied to you. We, we did actually get a submission that is all about this. And so this is a, a submission from our dear friend, Glenn. I would love for you to listen to this and then sure. we'll discuss it. All right, here we go. Sounds good. What's up, fellas? This is Glenn Wechter, and I would like to send a massive that boy to the Triple Drain podcast for five top-notch pinball podcasts. The early days were rough, but you stuck it out and really showed that you can polish a turd. Having said that, Jason Liebley. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Let me introduce myself. I've been making audio skits, segment intros, podcast theme songs, and pinball parodies for all sorts of pinball podcasts for months before you walked in on my turf. I reached out to Joel and said, hey, I'd like to make the definitive intro to Tom Talks. You know what he told me? He said, we've already got it covered. What D-bag has it covered? You know what? Ed Robertson opened up for Glenn at the reach-arounds, not Jason the Hillbilly. 
Everyone in the world knows the last segment of a pinball podcast is the canvas for Glenn to share his art with the world. The poor men, the final round, Jesse J, the pinball show, they've all been blessed by Glenn's craft work and creativity. Now, you may be a worthy adversary, Jason, but this is my arena, and you will soon see how I can go bigger, higher, faster, louder, and stronger, with more musical prowess than you could have ever mustered in a lifetime. Everyone, and I mean everyone, will soon see who really has nothing. Get used to hearing this, buddy. It's time for Tom to talk. So, Tom. <laughs> so, Glenn. Wow. Glenn throwing is down. throwing down a challenge. Okay. So, if you're, if you're not aware, your segment, specifically your segment intro, has become a battlegrounds for people. Oh. I mean, this, this segment is, is blown up. Okay. And, uh, and I'm, Glenn, I'm glad two guys are fighting over me. No, yeah. this is legitimately my wife's favorite segment yeah. so of any podcast. Glenn said he is going to take Jason's intro and do it bigger and better. So wow. I just want so the question here, Tom, okay, is are you prepared for this segment and your talking to grow with this jingle? You know, if this is going bigger, are you ready to go bigger? I mean, how how you feeling? How you feeling knowing <laughs> that that this segment is becoming what it is. Feel free. Tell us all your thoughts. All right. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that, that there are, there are two guys that are going to spend I, hours of I'm, their life building up this and you're going to follow it up with. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I'm just flabbergasted right now. I yeah. I just I'm speechless. Well everybody I, now I know how Elwin <laughs> feels. Oh, so we just we just real quick we just compared Tom Talk to, to Keith Elwin, the goat. <laughs> so we're apparently that's in the same category. All right. I, I'm glad we all we all yeah. All right, let's wrap that up with this. Tom Talk. He had something to say. Yeah, and if you didn't notice, that is a second version, a, a past tense version of the Tom Talked intro. <laughs> Instead of Tom Talks, it's Tom Talked. So thank you, Jason, <laughs> once again for that contribution. And uh, oh boy, and, I did not thank, expect. Thanks, Glenn, too. For Yeah, I can't wait to see what Glenn produces, but I, I mean... We got the Keith Elwin of segments, apparently. Gee, so what a, what a comparison. Um, well, did you did you notice after Tom was on final round, all of a sudden they get they get all the big names. Like Tom just opened up the floodgates. They yeah. get Roger Sharp. Now they got Keith Elwin coming mm-hmm. on. I mean, wow. We get them every week. We're spoiled. You, I get you it, guys Tom. are damn lucky. <laughs> well, to wrap this all up, one thing I will say is we have merch. We have merch and we put it out. And the best part is we've sold it. Did you hear that, David Dennis? We sold our merch. I don't know if you've experienced I, that, but we have sold ours. So I cannot believe 
how many t-shirts we've actually yeah, we sold. have sold merch so feel free feel free to check out silver ball chronicles and i don't even think travis and joel have even we haven't it. i've been waiting i need my wife to pick one out and be like which one of these do you want to see me wear because i'm going to wear it all the time um tom you have one it is soft have, it fits you well it's I've very seen, soft I, I've seen you guys. That's the best part is I think we've shipped a lot to Wisconsin. Let me tell you. So seeing, <laughs> oh, yeah. seeing some of these district 82, you know, trophy ceremonies, it's awesome to see not one, but like two triple drain shirts. So, um, feel free to check out our merch. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Uh, two hour podcast guys, obviously episode five, got to go big. I think we had some good conversation. Yeah, I called it. Yeah. Tom was like, I'm going to be done at 10. Yeah. Tom's still <laughs> awake. Yeah. Look at that. Tom's still awake. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just calling into work tomorrow. You work for yourself. <laughs> what are you calling? You're your boss. Yeah. yeah. That's what All right, you think. Let's, let's do some, qu- some quick plugs. Tom, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm going to plug my, uh, my pinball stuff. So, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fox City's pinball. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look up Fox City's pinball. You can also email me at foxcityspinball at gmail.com. Oh, good. Man, he really livens up towards the end. He does. Yeah. He's, he's all revved up and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Travis, go ahead, man. You can find me on YouTube at Marv Loco, or you can find me on Facebook at Travis Murray. Yeah. And believe it or not, I had to find your, your, your email. I didn't realize your email is a pinball podcast at gmail.com. There's, oh, a, yeah. there's somebody yeah. else. I don't think it's you. Marv Loco at gmail.com. I don't think is you mm, could be wrong. Mm, no, that's not me. If you're sending to Marv Loco at gmail.com, you'll probably get a bunch of spam yeah, text. The, the, afterwards. Avatar, yeah. the avatar was like an evil clown. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's Marv. <laughs> no, yeah. that, that's not me. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry guys. Well, I'm Joel. I do just another pinball podcast. Just another pinball stream. If you, if you need me, just another pinball at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Anything I can do for you, let me know. But guys, appreciate it. Five episodes killed it. Woo-hoo! Episode six. I Did think it. we will get an extra ball. Maybe they'll they'll rope us in a little bit. Um, but yeah, great time. I would assume we'll record again in I don't know three ish weeks. Yeah, um, I'm ready for that lifetime achievement award that TPN gives out. What is that? <laughs> yeah. What loser kid win? Uh, well, that's just excellent that pen, and podcast. I know, right? we, oh crap, we. We can't be nominated for that, can we? You I don't know, think PIAs so. are coming up, and I don't know. As long as we're not on the committee, we might have a shot. I don't know. We had no well, TPN anything last year, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. The only reason why I do this is for the awards, not to hang out with very you true. Two. <laughs> very <laughs> true. So. Yeah, I just know we get Tom every week, and Tom talks is the Keith Ellen of pinball segments. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. Oh, well, boy. appreciate all the listeners. Uh, yeah, if you if you need to get a hold of us, uh, triple train triple train at gmail.com. And until next time, see you later. Goodbye. <laughs>